Angle to Abercastle for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. A large thresher shark has been seen launching itself out of the sea off Strumble Head. The shark, estimated at around four metres in length, was first seen by Sea Trust's Holly Dunn and her Pembrokeshire Porpoise Photo ID group, along with Ken Barnett on Tuesday, August the 3rd. The huge creature seen blasting out of the water about 500 metres off the headland took Sea Trust staff and volunteers by such surprise that nobody managed to get an image of the impressive creature. Ken is our star volunteer photographer, and when I arrived at Strumble just after the event, I jokingly told Kenny he was sacked for not getting a picture, said Sea Trust founder and director Cliff Benson. To be honest, at that distance and with no warning, it would have been a bit of a miracle. Ken returned to Strumble on Wednesday, and his perseverance was rewarded when the shark made a second appearance. Fully prepared this time, Ken captured incredible images of the shark leaping out of the sea. Thresher sharks tend to be loners, so it's probable that it was the same animal as the previous day, said Cliff. A windsurfer caused four emergency services and the Coast Guard helicopter into action after going missing. HM Coast Guard Broadhaven, Little and Broadhaven lifeboat and both RNLI lifeguards North Pembrokeshire and St David's were called to action on Friday the 6th of August. Concern was raised over a missing windsurfer on Broadhaven Beach. The Coast Guard was paged and a coastline search conducted until the windsurfer eventually made it known they were safe. Broadhaven Coast Guard released a statement saying HM Coast Guard Broadhaven were paged this evening, Friday the 6th of August, to reports of a missing windsurfer on Broadhaven Beach. The team conducted a coastline search with the support of Little and Broadhaven Lifeboat and RNLI Lifeguards North Pembrokeshire. There was some concern as to the whereabouts of the windsurfer, but fortunately they had managed to get themselves to shore and made it known to us they were safe and well. RNLI St David's lifeboat and the Coast Guard helicopter were also en route in very uncomfortable conditions, but they were soon able to be stood down and returned safely to base. A road user was found to be using cannabis whilst driving. Pembrokeshire Road Policing released a statement saying a man was stopped in Newgale in the early hours of the morning of August the 7th. The man had been caught driving with cannabis in his system. A statement from Pembrokeshire Road Policing read, A vehicle was stop-checked in Newgale during the early hours of this morning, the driver admitting to recent cannabis use. A roadside drug wipe was undertaken, which duly tested positive. The man provided blood samples at custody before being released under investigation. The Vine Inn in Johnston has reopened its doors. The restaurant, which closed on May the 26th, reopened on July 28th. In an incredible turn of events, Vine Inn announced its closure, then, within days, revealed the establishment would get a full refurbishment after being taken over by new management. The tables are laid, the beer is chilled, and the kitchen is ready to go, posted the Vine Inn. The venue was taken over by local restaurateur Dan Mills of Martha's Vineyard, Milford Haven, in partnership with his aunt and uncle Richard and Michelle Fluellen who for years have run a successful event catering company. The families say they were compelled to save the venue and go against the grain of the times where many communities are losing their local pubs. As a family, we are delighted to be able to give the Vine Inn a new lease of life, they said. The pub has been the centre of the village for decades and we wanted to make sure that in an age of village pub closures, the same fate didn't befall the Vine. We tried to incorporate the original features such as the open fires whilst modernising the furniture and soft furnishings to offer a warm and cosy space. And that's it. You're up to date with all the Pembrokeshire news with me, Kim Thomas. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you to KT there for the news. So uh, let's take a look at the weather, shall we? Now, uh, you might be mistaken if you think you went to sleep at some point last week and just woke up in in September because the weather has been windy and showery but still quite warm hasn't it? Well uh, hopefully tonight things should even out a bit minimum temperatures of about 12 degrees tomorrow maybe some sunny spells with a few showers in the afternoon but uh, maximum temperatures of about 20 degrees. This is Pure West Radio
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your hand to the sound. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right. One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man. A little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need, a little bit of Tina's what I see, a little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long, a little bit of Jessica, here I am, a little bit of you makes me your man. KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognized as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end -end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring.
chance sunday here we are again it's four o'clock it's sunday and i am h so uh let's get on with things shall we F- opening us up today we had uh here comes yacht stepper by any camos i think that's how you say it lou bega with mambo number five that's a funky one isn't it and mbop by hansen yes mbop by hansen god that seems a, such a long time ago that song was wasn't it it was um 1996 1996 my goodness me so Anyway, let's move on, because that just seems like a lifetime ago. So uh, today we're going to be looking back at an interview that Toby had with Helen Reeves, who is talking about how her daughter's just been diagnosed with Tourette's and the struggles and the help that she's been trying to give other people and to find for her daughter. Also, we've got a fabulous interview from Wes, but I'll uh, tell you more about that in a little while. But first, let's have a little bit of um, this. Just knew too much. Mm. Does that make 
Radio, bad weather, at the racetrack, in the shower. Oh, sorry, all things that never actually happened. While listening, you pictured them all, didn't you? You see, radio uses the theatre of the mind. It has a one-to-one connection with every person listening. So, if you want to get your business message across, then there is really no more intimate, creative or cost-effective way than using radio. So to find out more about advertising on Pure West Radio, email studio at purewestradio.com. And we won't send our fire-breathing, water-boiling, toaster-popping crowd over to see you. Yeah, and once again, that's not real. Radio advertising. Try it today. You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere. In the kitchen, in the bar, in the garden, on the sofa. Even in space.
was uh, Bulletproof by LaRue and Crazy by Niles Barkley. So, uh, as I said earlier, our first interview we're going to listen back to today is when Toby spoke to Helen Reeves and uh, all about her struggle trying to find help and all the support that her daughter needs after being diagnosed with Tourette's. Now we've got lots of guests joining us here on the daytime show over the next uh, couple of uh, weeks and uh, even months. It's getting increasingly busy as the world starts to open back up. But uh, as these things happen, it's far from normality uh, for some people. And uh, we now and then sort of get sent emails that really do stop us in our tracks here at Pure West Radio. And this was certainly uh, one of them. And to uh, to talk about um, Tourette's and how it's affecting her life, her family's life, and how unexpectedly it could affect your life. Uh, we've got uh, Helen Reeves uh, joining us here this morning from Haverford West. Uh, morning, Helen. Thank you for joining us here on the show. Thank you for having me. No, absolute pleasure. Well, you've been getting a huge amount of media attention recently from uh, uh, lots of, of different angles because I think of of the the real startling fact that, that Tourette's is really not well supported here in Pembrokeshire mm-hmm. or, or even mm-hmm. in Wales. Uh, it, it's it's quite mm-hmm. shocking. Um, it really is. Uh, I mean, you know, I'll be honest, this this really did quite affect me reading this. Um, you know, I mean, I've got three daughters myself. Um, so let's go back to that moment, Helen. Um, your daughter's age 13 and, and she, she just started to, to develop Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, she, um, it started with a head shrug, so she'd kind of snap her neck back. Um, I was a bit, you know, shocked. Um, I didn't say anything to her. I Googled. Um, Google tells you to ignore it because the more, um, you know, the more notice you give it, the worse it can get. So I kind of just left it um, until she started getting quite a lot of pain in her neck. And she came to me and said, Mom, I don't know, you know, what's happening. My neck is really hurting. Um, from that, I called our GP and he asked if we could go in and um, if he could see her and have a look at her. Um, he obviously could see the ticks that she had progressively got. It came on really fast. Um, at the time, she wasn't swearing. Um, and in fact, only 10% of people with Tourette's do swear. So it's, you know, it's people think it's swearing, but it isn't. Um, I wish it was. Um, the GP referred us to the paediatrician. Um, it goes to a central paediatrics service and then they decide from there whether to take up your case. Um, we were declined at first. Um, I went back to the GP because um, my daughter started having something called tick attacks. Um, they look like seizures and they can last you know, anything from half an hour to, to you know, longer. Um, they do look like seizures. She's um, still conscious, but she can't speak to me. Um, she'd be writhing around, hitting out, um, shouting, kicking. It's it's horrendous to watch. Um, I managed to get a video and I sent it to the paediatrician by email. And it was at that point she said, right, OK, I think we need to see a neurologist. So we were referred to a neurologist. We don't actually have one at Withybush Hospital, a paediatric neurologist. So um, we had to wait a couple of months for the visiting neurologist to come. Um, she saw my daughter, who at the time was in a wheelchair. She's pretty much in a wheelchair most of the time these days. Um, she has drop ticks. Um, she can't stand up without the ticks throwing her on the floor to her knees. Um, it's not great in a three-story house or, you know, when you're trying to go outside. Um, so she was in her wheelchair. So the neurologist was able to see for herself, you know, exactly what was going on. Um, she also took a detailed history and things and um, she gave us a provisional diagnosis of Tourette's because to get a diagnosis you have to have motor and vocal tics for 12 months so at the time it was only eight months Um, it's now been 12 months so we can say she has got Tourette's syndrome now. Um, And bringing that back Helen um, 12 months before that she was healthy as as a child yeah, uh, she was she was fine in her in her in going into her teenage years. You you would never have suspected anything was was wrong with her at all. No, no, she is selective mute, so she doesn't speak outside of the house, and um, she has got a guarded diagnosis of attention deficit disorder. And sometimes with Tourette syndrome, there can be comorbidities like ADHD or autism. You know, not always, but um, these things often quite you know go hand in hand. So from that perspective, I can see 
you know where I think it's come from but you know it's it's been a massive shock and life has changed completely I could imagine I mean going back 12 months when obviously this this first the tick started happening um this would have been what a, a couple of months into you know the the lockdown um yeah. so it must have been uh an incredibly difficult time for for, for you yeah. and, and the family I mean how how did you feel about this at first um I was shocked you know it's it's heartbreaking watching your child you know go from being completely independent to you know not being able to get herself a drink not being able to do cooking that she likes to cook because she'll throw things and um smash things off the draining board you've got to be careful with knives and things you know chopping and things um it's, it's been really really hard and when there's nowhere to go apart from thank god for support groups online i don't know what we would have done without them but you know they're brilliant but they don't take the place of medical care they really don't. And with Tourette's, there's symptoms all the time that come on. They they change all the time. And I don't know what is Tourette's and what isn't. And when my daughter started having episodes of um, maybe half a dozen times a day, she loses the um, mobility in her arms and legs. She can feel if you touch her, but she can't physically move. I was terrified thinking, God, you know, what's happening? Is there something else going on? But there's nobody to say to you, it's fine, it's Tourette's or, you know, I mean, I was lucky our paediatrician is good. I can contact her, but she's not a Tourette specialist and she's asking me questions. I'm feeling like I have to explain things to her, mm. whereas I would really like to be able to speak to somebody who can say, yeah, that's fine. That is, you know, that does happen in Tourette's. It is, or to check in with them, you know, they, you know, they put you on medication so you have medication checkups, but nothing else. Wow, it's it's very it's very worrying, and I mean that is the main reason, I guess you're here today, Helen, is is to gain awareness of of, of Tourette's, but also, you know, for people to to sign a petition, for people to get behind, yes, you know, please. the awareness and support that you need, because yeah. I mean this has come out of of the blue, you know, it's completely. Yeah shaking yeah, your world understandably you know your family i mean you know your daughter now i assume can't go back to normal school she, she will have to go to school are brilliant and she you know she was going in her wheelchair you know well, they, they were really good and really supportive but you know um children with threats they they can hold the ticks in sometimes um but it suppressing it can be really painful and mm. then it comes out in tick attacks later so yeah you know, they can try really hard to there's a stress on them having to do that constantly yeah. to not make a noise, you know, and not disrupt the class or not poke somebody. Mm. And have her, have her friends been supportive as well? Yeah, they're, they're really good. My, one of my biggest worries was that she would get bullied. I thought, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to think she's swearing at them. They're going to pick on her. They're going to start a fight. But actually, no, we haven't had any of that. Well, that's wonderful to hear. Thankful for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the, one of the very strong points of living in Pembrokeshire. You know, we're such a close-knit community. I think, uh, you know, we, we, we all club together and, and support one another in these in these difficult times. So so the lack of support, of course, that the biggest thing that, that really yeah. shook you, you Helen, um, now... Yeah. You're a year in. Uh, have have you found that there is more support available out there, or or do you just no. keep getting no. these brick walls? Yeah, sadly, there's only one specialist in the whole of Wales, and he doesn't see children. Wow. Um, I, I managed to contact him and ask. You know, I wanted to ask his opinions, and he, you know, he agreed that provision across the UK is patchy at best. Um, you know, in other parts of the UK, um, you know, I've I've set up my own group for Wales. Um. A lot of the parents have had to travel to London to Great Ormond Street Hospital. Um, at the moment, they're not even taking referrals outside of their area. So if you know if you can't get past your GP, which a lot of the families are telling me that the GP is saying, "Oh, just wait and see; it might go." You know, if you can't get to a paediatrician, you can then refer you to a neurologist. It's it is hell on earth. It really is. I could, I could imagine. Um, how, how many children does this affect? Do you know um, of Helen in 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 the UK? Because I mean, before this interview, you know, I, I had a look on on the NHS website, yeah. and I mean, 
as as you mentioned, you know, it says swearing is rare; it only affects you yeah. know one in ten. Um, yeah. You know, when you usually say Tourette's, I think maybe because of the way it's been dramatized, and there's there's yeah. lots of um, exactly. different channels and comedy yeah. things about Tourette's. Where you know, I mean, there's been online superstars made out of, of people that yeah. have Tourette's, and yeah. they create viral videos of themselves. They embrace yeah. it quite a bit. But that, as soon as you say Tourette's, that's what you associate with it. But there's actually no facts at all on the NHS website. This is how many. Yeah children this actually affects it just says one in ten have have yeah. the swearing ticks and, and the like yeah. but other than that there is no yeah. other figure on the nhs website whatsoever numbers are very similar to autism so it's one in a hundred wow. one in a hundred children will have Tourette's and it's not always severe you know it, it may just be that it's you know a small noise or a small movement it's not always meaning wheelchairs and but for us it has been so mm -hmm. Yeah. So there is just a huge lack of support in, in Tourette's across mm -hmm. the UK and Definitely. especially in children. So so what would you like to have happen? Well, we'd like to have that every person with Tourette's in Wales could have access to a specialist. You know, um, when this all started, I was told by the paediatrician that there was a Tourette's clinic in Withybush and I was I thought, oh, my God, thank God for that. There's going to be somebody that can help us. There is no Tourette's clinic in Withybush. There is no Tourette's services in Wales at all, apart from, you know, the, the one specialist who only sees adults. Um, you know, we'd like there to be somebody to check in on these children or these people. It's not just children, you know. Mm. Without, without the support, you know, these kids can go on to have mental health difficulties, social isolation, they suffer with sleep difficulties, rage, you know, they find it difficult to attend school. And I think the longer you go without any support, the more you're going to need intervention and support later on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's nip it in the bud in the early stages, if if if, if it can be, and get you the support, and and not just of of course the support for for your thirteen year old daughter Helen, but but for you the family. I mean, it's it's been life changing for you. Yeah. You know, you need someone to be able to talk to. I mean, it sounds like there's some wonderful support groups online which have been yeah. an absolute lifeline. But yeah. you know, to have no direct support within the community, even within Wales, you know, mm. I mean, for the only one specialist yeah. to say it's patchy at best is. It's quite yeah. worrying and shocking, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I actually have um, spoken with Paul Davis, the member of Senate for Priscilla Pembrokeshire. He's been very supportive. Excellent. Um, he actually had a response from the Welsh government a couple of days ago that says that they're looking into neurodevelopmental services in Wales. Um, that's fine. You know, uh, I've got a daughter who's autistic as well, so I know full well the pathway for, you know, getting diagnosis for autism. I know that you go to your GP, you go to your paediatrician, the paediatrician refers you to the neurodevelopmental team. With Tourette's, there is no pathway at all. Wow. And yes, coronavirus has made waiting times atrocious, sorry, atrocious, but there has and never has been a service for Tourette's syndrome. That there is nothing, and you know, it's lovely that they're doing things for the services, but I really want to see something put in place for people with Tourette's syndrome. It's not just swearing and it's really not funny. No, no, it's not. Um, your petition so far, I mean, it's got uh, over 54,000 signatures on there. Um, so to to get a government um, response, uh, it needs to get 100,000 uh, signatures yeah. for it to be debated in Parliament. So that's that's the quest, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if every single person that follows our social media just signed this petition, you've nearly done it. You've got it to Parliament. So that's what we need. So yeah. so if you're watching this right now, please go on to the link in this Facebook live video and sign that petition. I mean, I I cannot believe there is no support for Tourette's no. in, in Pembrokeshire, in Wales. It's it's just shocking. I mean, I can I can relate to you. My 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 daughter is is also on the autistic spectrum, and and it's it, you know there are lots of support there. To be honest, I mean, I still yeah, think the diagnosis know. process. You know, we could probably have another conversation about yeah. that um, yeah. and the time yeah. it takes to get that support. But likewise, the school have been absolutely phenomenal, and they've been an absolute rock in in her foundation and development. And you know, it, it's it's been it's been an absolute lifeline from them. But uh, at the same time, you know. It, it, 
it's it's very difficult it, at the best of times um but to yeah. have no support whatsoever available to you i mean you know my, my heart really does go out to you and the family helen and let's hope you know your quest changes this let's yeah. hope it makes a difference it gets lobbied in parliament and and they get this sorted because it needs to be sorted it's horrendous We've got 11 days left until the petition ends. Um, we've had some amazing people sharing, you know, from Welsh rugby players to, you know, TV actors. And, you know, it's been brilliant, but people seem to scroll on by. I think it's the fact they think it's swearing and they think, oh, it's only mm. swearing. You know, you don't need support for that. But it's really not just swearing. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's it's uh, in- incredible how, how many different variants there are of it. Um mm. If you're watching this now, if you're listening, please sign that petition. Um, I've done it. It takes about 20 seconds, if if that. Um, let's say you hit the 100,000, uh, Helen. If you don't and you start another one, make sure you let us know and we'll we'll start sharing that every week if we need to and have to for you. You know, you've got our uh, undevoted 100% support on this because it, it needs to be tackled. It needs to be sorted. It's, it's, it's shocking. There is no support. Um, thank you ever so much for joining us, uh, Helen. And, um, you know... Long may your quest continue and, and keep fighting, keep knocking on doors, you know, um, and let's hope we can together support you in that and and, and make a difference. And, and thank you ever so much for, for joining us here on the show today. This is Pure West Radio.
Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Traveling in a fighter combi On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? A women go and men thunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover
play for you there that was the cheeky song by the cheeky girls cheeky cheeky that was down under by men at work and come on eileen by dexy's midnight runners now i uh, I, i'm really 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 running out of time very fast so i need to get in as i said to you earlier i need to get in my last interview of the day and that is with wes now he went to the sunday night fever the bg's experience at narbeth rfc last week and he spoke to the men themselves the bg's well, not quite the Bee Gees, but the ones that were being the Bee Gees. So uh, let's have a listen back to that with Wes. And then I think I'm going to have to leave you with a little bit of Donna Summer. So uh, it's going to be the end of it for me today. I will see you next week. Have an awesome week. Let's hope the sun shines a little bit more. Be kind, smile lots, laugh more, and I will speak to you next week. <laughs> So that was it. Um, I think the crowd have been BG experienced, I would say. And here we are. We're joined by the guys. Thank you very much, guys. Excellent. Excellent. Wow, what a gig. Um, so have you done many gigs since the whole pandemic, or is this you literally fresh out a second one? Second one. Obviously better than the first one. Obviously. Don't tell the first one. No, absolutely not. Um, did you, did you guys struggle like everyone else did during the pandemic and stuff? Or? Yeah, kept ourselves yeah. entertained by by doing. Uh, you yeah, always, he struggled, struggled with food. I struggled in KFC. Yeah. Yeah. But there so, are other fast food. Yeah. 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 So, so as a group, how long have you been together? Oh, I don't know how long have you been together. Yeah. How many is that? Twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, he was three. Yeah, I guess. I'm not, I'm not so certain. Uh, 20 years, so when the pandemic hit and stuff, I mean, was it just the first gig back? Was it just like, oh my god, this is mate, this is what we do, this is what it is? Yes. riding a bike. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the nerves are still a little bit because you, you just haven't done it for a bit, but as soon as you get on stage, yeah, you see muscle him, memory just comes right back, doesn't it? Yeah, well, just for you, that was amazing. When you're, when you're, there with the talent that's on show, like your singing was amazing, incredible, your guitar playing was brilliant. I don't know what you did, but <laughs> you just got really pretty. Often wondered this in 20 years. <laughs> exactly what I did. It, it was just incredible. So, how did you get this gig then? How did, how did that come about? Oh, he knows that. It came through John, I think. I can't remember whether it was actually at the end of 2019, yeah. the beginning of 2020, but obviously it's been put back yeah. many times. Yeah. Um, but we're just really glad that. It's happened in the end, you know, so uh, we've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it, it's amazing. Fantastic. Have you, have you ever seen the Bee Gees? Nope. I've seen Barry. You saw Barry? I saw Barry when he did a, a live tour about five years ago. Uh, did it inspire you to go out there and be the best Barry you could be at the time? It, just, it was just a wonderful concert. Yeah. So emotional because the fact he was on his own. Yeah, um, and, but he did an amazing job. I wish I could have seen the original. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think we all feel like So, where are you going now? Where, where, where are you going? To bed. Okay, so <laughs> after you've gone to bed, Cheeky, um, <laughs> where, where, where's your next gig and stuff? Where, where you next, next week, yeah, next week in the Midlands. In the Midlands, next week. Somewhere else. I know well. Yeah. All the money there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes. I know it really well. Well, um, well on behalf of the 450 oh, yeah. people who are here today, was that more than the first gig? Yes. Yes. It was just your mum, wasn't it? It was your mum now. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Um, on behalf of everyone here, thank you so much, guys. That was absolutely incredible. We loved it. It was great stuff. Um, and that was it. That was us all here um, at, where are we? Narbeth Rugby Club. Sorry, I completely forgot. It's been that long. It's been such a great day. But thank you so much for watching. Um, and we hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Bye. This is Pure West Radio. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio.
other stations. Unlike some other stations, we broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company 